Welcome back to the Trifecta Soft Podcast. I'm your host, E-Rock. Go ahead and hit that subscribe button if you haven't already, so you never miss another podcast. Also, do me a favor. Go on to whatever podcast app you listen to us on and give us a rating and review. That really helps us rank in the searches. Thank you so much. Let's get into the podcast. Welcome back to Trifecta Airsoft, everyone. I'm E-Rock, and today on a podcast, I have Zombie13, or just Zombie. Welcome to the podcast, man. Hey, thanks for having me back. And you've been on, this is what, your third time on, I think, and we've had uh, yeah. we've had a couple good talks on here. Uh, I think our last one was a live stream, actually. We didn't record it. It was just a live stream. Yeah, you're right. Because I remember, I, I couldn't see the comments. That's what it was. Right. Exactly. So, uh, Zombie has been a part of our channel for a very long time. He's been in, in Airsoft for uh, quite a few years. And uh, you just came back for an event, which I want to talk about. But uh, first, I want to mention, uh, if you guys watching are not joined up for our giveaway we have a giveaway coming out december 24th you know the day before christmas christmas eve uh and we are giving away a uh, king arms m4 striker and the pp19 bison and you can check out that video i just released it uh recently i'll put a link in the description and you can join by entering uh, or you can enter <laughs> or join the giveaway by uh, joining our Patreon or joining our channel. We just did that on uh, YouTube oh, or buying a ticket, which I have on there as well. So go to our, our uh, website, uh, trifectaairsoft.com, and you can find all the info on the events. It actually pops up right in your face when you go on to the uh, website. And you can click on it, or you can just get rid of it. it doesn't matter, whatever. But you can find the uh, details on there. So um, the other thing I want to say is, uh, man, I just did this video, you know, the review on that M4 Striker, which I released tonight, yeah. uh, which you saw because I saw you commented on it. And uh, I got to tell you, man, the last handful of videos I have really missed our team like i don't have jp colt chris uh you know on our videos hardly at all anymore and uh yeah you know a lot of things changed in their lives individually and um so if you guys are watching jp colton and uh chris if you guys watch this video whenever i miss you guys it's not the same without you, 100%. I did this uh, review on the striker, and uh, I'm like, man, this is not the same. Like, I don't mind setting up targets. I don't mind setting up the camera. I mean, you know, that's all fine. It's just not the same energy, you know? <laughs> when right. you have a group like you, that. You don't have the commentary back and forth. No. You know, you guys get in that commentary, there's like a rhythm. Yep. And those guys are awesome. And uh, so I miss you, and I'm sorry I was an asshole while we were doing our channel when we first started. So uh, if we can figure out something to do, uh, some videos together, 
soon. I would love it. But uh, anyway. But yeah, I did this uh, review uh, for the, you know, one of the guns we're giving away. And then I took that review that Chris did a while ago when we first got the buys on. And I just put that in there because I was like, dude, this is way better than what I'm going to talk about. <laughs> so <laughs> especially when when I got done with the, uh, you know, testing out the M4, uh, the freaking ice cream man is driving down the road, you know, blaring this, <laughs> blaring this loud. I was like, are you serious? I left that in the video on purpose because I was like, bro, this, uh, that day that I filmed, now the morning I got up, that morning I got up for work, it was 29 degrees, okay? Now it did warm uh-huh. up, obviously, you know, throughout the day, but 29 degrees in South Carolina. Now it was probably in the 40s, you know, later in the afternoon, but it wasn't like hot. And we got a fucking ice cream truck going. <laughs> I was like, what is going on? All those videos we shot, like all of them, all the, you know, for the last two years in the summer, we never had an ice cream truck, like interrupt the video. I, I don't understand, but in the winter we got an ice cream truck. That's funny. So, uh, anyway, you just, uh, you just went to an event, iceberg or frostbite or. Yeah. Operation frostbite. It's, uh, down in Clovis, California. Okay. Where's that compared to like San um, Diego, San Francisco, LA? So it's, it's way North of, um, San, San Diego and LA. Uh, it's closer to Fresno. Fresno, I think, was like 45 minutes, an hour away, or something like that. Um, I haven't been to that part of California before. It's my first time. So, oh, okay. Um, South of uh, your place, Redding. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's uh, From my house, it was like a five-and-a-half-hour drive. But um, I stopped and picked up Brandon before. So from his house, it's about a five-hour drive. And... Um, Pretty much everybody, whenever they go south, there's a little town called Dunnigan, and it has a good rest stop that you know everybody stops at. There, you know, get gas, stretch your legs. Uh, it's just like a, I'd say about an hour and a half away, so it's a good spot just to uh, use use the bathroom, get some food. So um, we left at I don't know, oh nine hundred hours or so, and um, we drove down, stopped, got breakfast, lunch. And a, uh, uh, just, I think, I don't even think we got gas cause my car is pretty fuel efficient. So, um, from, from there, we, we just made the rest of the trip down. And, uh, I think, uh, I, I was under the impression that the gates opened at this cause so it's at this place kind of, um, outside of actual Clovis, it's, uh, called Hill 559. And it's uh, just rolling hills, and they have it all gated off because cattle graze on this property. It's like a mile-by-mile mile, um, AO. So it's a huge, just open field with hills and trees and that, and like freaks run through it. So it's pretty cool. But um, and I thought the gates opened at 4, and we rolled up at like 3 minutes to 4. And I'm like, <laughs> oh my we God. nailed it. It's awesome. 
Yeah, I'm like, this is awesome. We're the first ones here, and I'm looking around, and there's like nobody. So um, <laughs> I'm like, all right, all right. so we pull up, uh, we pull into this one little spot, and we park and pull up the Facebook post, and they're like, oh, gate's open at five. I'm like, son of a bitch. <laughs> oh, <laughs> We're an hour early. <laughs> so, but, so we went back into this little rest stop. There's a, um, uh, like a bar attached to a gas station called the Roadhouse, Patrick Swayze. But uh, we oh shit went like back the, there. The, the actual one? No, I, I don't think it is. But oh it, okay, it, it it's called that. Similar to it, but we, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so uh, yeah, we we use the bathroom, go back, and by the time we get back, like the gates open, so we just kind of drive in, and there's um a couple guys setting some stuff up, and they're they're the ones that work the field, and. Uh, they're trying to get people lined up as close as possible when they park. So when they set up their campsites, there's not open gaps. And we're like, man, we got a bunch of people coming. I think we ended up having nine people coming in our squad. So we wanted to, um, and is the grill airsoft, uh, radio guys. So there's four of them. And then a few other people that listen to the show too. And they were all, meeting us up uh one guy was flying in from el paso um texas and uh somebody else was driving up with a couple other people were driving up with them so you know we had a, a pretty big crew so we're like hey we we need a big open space and they're like okay we'll just go down and 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 park uh down the ways and like get an open area so we found a pretty good spot and brandon and i set up our tents and we're like it's the sun going down we're like these guys better get here quick because it's getting dark quick you know if five o'clock in uh, california when there's hills like that sun goes down behind the hills like it gets dark real quick and it gets cold real quick this time of year right. too so uh finally like they pull up and we help them set up camp and it gets cold real cold like it was down to like 41 you know, and I think it was like 50 by like 41. And by the time we're all done setting up, yeah. we're all like shivering. Well, uh, Joe, one of the guys from the Grill Airsoft show, he, uh, he brought this little like uh, campfire ring that's uh, fueled by propane. It has like hot rocks and stuff in it. Oh, and nice. uh, we're, we're all like huddling around that and just shooting the shit and catching up and everything. And... Um, you know, the first night we're like, "All right, let's let's call a wrap and, and go to bed." And everybody had their own <laughs> individual ways of keeping warm. But that first night was brutal, man. Like, yeah, I think my phone kept saying it was like uh, no colder than forty three, but I, I'm pretty sure it was like in the mid to upper thirties. And we all froze pretty good. <laughs> I'm sure. And well, then you guys probably had, once it gets dark too, there's that, you know, constant breeze. It, like it doesn't stop, it, it, you know. We got lucky because there wasn't a breeze. Wow. So, yeah. yeah. So when it got cold enough, like that frost actually settled in, like because there was nothing pushing the, that moisture around. Oh, but wow. it, we woke up. Yeah, we woke up Saturday morning and everything was frozen, like frozen solid. So oh, shit, it definitely wasn't yeah. forty then. <laughs> no, no. 
and uh, I wasn't really as I, I thought my sleeping bag was rated for a lower temperature. Like I thought it was like 32. So I'm like, Oh, I got it. The sleeping bag's good. You know, I even brought an extra blanket. I got wool socks. Like I'm, I'm ready to go. And come to find out, I, I looked at it Sunday. It was rated for 45. But <laughs> I said, so that was pretty good that first night. Um, oh, but it sucks being it, cold. So when mother, you're trying to sleep. Yeah. And, and like, I'm up on a cot, so at least I'm off the ground too, you know, but it was still it was just it was blistering cold. Yeah, you just it's it's hard to to get in any kind of position like and every little bit of skin or anything showing it it just attracts the cold. So you just can't like no matter what you do, you can't get comfortable enough to sleep more than a no. half hour or so. Yep. And then <laughs> some of the guys had little like propane heater buddies and I'd wake up in the middle of the night and I could hear him clicking the heater buddy, trying to get it to restart. And there's a bunch of people sawing logs, you know, it was just, it was like the, a symphony of snoring people. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Yeah. Now, is this a, is this a, a yearly it, event that they do? Who puts this on? I think, yeah, I think this was the, I want to say this is the fifth one, but they, they haven't done it in a couple of years because of COVID. So even okay. though it's, like I said, it's, it's a huge, like, I can't remember how many acres, but I think it's like a mile by mile, you know, square, like it's huge, but, um, the city wouldn't let them put on the event because of COVID, which is ridiculous. Like you're only in contact with people at the campsite. And if usually, yeah, you know, if you're going, understand. To camp, you're not getting up close to each other. <laughs> Right, yeah, there's no hand-to-hand combat or anything. <laughs> so, um, yeah, it's, I think this was number five, Frostbite, Operation Frostbite number five. Okay. But, uh, Hill 559 is the the event promoter, um, and they get sponsors from, like, uh, G&G Armament and EVIC. And, um, yeah, so, I mean, and then they have a giveaway at the end of the day. The weekend and everything so it's 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 pretty cool pretty cool event you know um yeah typical green versus tan force on force and uh the <laughs> i guess kind of the backstory was uh somebody killed one of our goats because we were on the um more of like the insurgent or militia side and we were going against like the more of the uh the army type side so there was like some, some minor role play at the beginning and it was pretty intense. Like people yelling at each other, you know, and, uh, they, they finally like pop smoke and it's like, all right, it's on. So then, you know, BB start flying, but oh, it, was, it was crazy. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. It was like a, a light, um, light LARPing, you know, you kind of playing out a part. Like they, they, they wanted you to kind of throw yourself on the ground and act out your death and scream, you know, but <laughs> this is like a huge open field for cattle graze. So there's like cow patties everywhere. And I'm like, I'm not laying down to this shit. Oh, you're going <laughs> to roll in that shit, bro. Hell yeah, you are. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Yeah. I'm like, my big ass is just going to take a knee if I have to. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, 
that's cool though. Yeah, that sounds yeah. fun. Now, how many how many people were there? Would you guess? Um, if I had to guess, I'd say about two hundred. Nice. Like one hundred seventy-five to two hundred people, somewhere in there. Yeah, it was a a pretty big group. That's uh that's good when you have uh, a lot of targets to shoot at on each team. We'll be right back. This episode is sponsored by Skirmish, the future of airsoft gameplay management. Are you ready to take airsoft to the next level? Skirmish's innovative gameplay solution keeps players and spectators engaged with real-time updates. Capture objectives, detonate targets, medic, and more at Skirmish-enabled fields. Skirmish tracks every action so you don't have to. Review past games, action by action, and follow your progress in national rankings. Phones are not required. If you want to find out more, head to skirmish.net. And check out episode 157 of this podcast where I talk with the owner of Skirmish about how it started and how it works. Stay connected, my friends. Yeah, for sure. And um, the Gorilla Airsoft guys, like, they've played that AO before, so um, they're familiar with the way that that field works. And it's it's really just a game of flanking because uh, range is king out there. Like, I, I didn't bring my sniper rifle because um, I looked at our squad and then we already had a sniper assigned in there. So I didn't bring that, even though I, I probably should have next time I'm going to. But um, it, it's all about flanking because, like, you charge up. They walked us quite a way, ways away from where we all started on Saturday. Um, and then from where our starting point was, we had to march in. And you're up and down hills the whole time, like, not just little hills. Like, these are big-ass hills. Like, it takes you a minute to get up them. Yeah. And... Um, you know, full gear, I, I go from weighing almost 300 pounds to weighing 350 pounds after putting on all my gear, you know. Oh, and, yeah. uh, <laughs> so, um, by the time we actually see somebody, they're a couple hills away, they're out of range, you know, they're minimum 500 feet away. So, like, even if you're sniping, like, you're not going to hit them. So, it's all about watching, you know, the horizon and seeing which way they're going on the hills, if they're going to be able to flank you and then watching the other side, seeing if there's anybody and trying to like push down a hill and then come up them. And it's a lot, there's a lot of strategy involved in it, but it was a, it was a blast, you know, trying to maneuver around. Yeah, that's cool. It's uh it's cool when you have a, a really good uh, location like that with a lot of different terrain, you know, with trees and hills and, you know, different, you know, instead of just a flat, small area, you know, to play in. Right. And where you can actually move. Now, it's, you know, it looks awesome and it's fun, but uh, it's a lot of fucking work because, like you were talking, you know, you, you add 50 to 70 pounds onto your body with gear and you start, yeah. you know, hiking this shit, you know, even just a quarter mile. Or whatever, a football field, yeah. you know, uh, you're like, oh, are we there yet? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know? yeah that's, that's, that's where good boots come in handy. Like you can't just buy a, a 20 or $40 pair of boots from Walmart and, and think you're going to go out and do that. You know, like you need a good pair of at least hiking boots to, to get out. But um, I got some Solomons that 
they've, they've pushed through quite a bit of stuff. And the, the, I think by the end of the day, the only thing that's hurt knees, you know, just no, getting yeah. older. <laughs> yep. Yeah, that's age. Yeah, Solomons are awesome, bro. I'm reading uh, a couple books right now with um, Jack Carr. I don't know if you ever heard of him. He's a oh, Navy man. SEAL. Yeah, he's yeah. a badass. Yep, he's got a handful of books out right now, and uh, I'm I think I'm on the third one in his series. Okay, and uh, he talks about having Solomon boots or Solomon running shoes or whatever, you know, something like that. But yeah, you never want to go. I mean, a rule of thumb for sure is uh, you don't want to try to break in new boots on a you know a three day event. <laughs> You'll be hurt. <laughs> yeah, hell no. <laughs> Yeah, and see that's so. Um, I, I I think I broke mine in at work. I walk about five miles a day at work, and uh, oh, yeah. I I always carry moleskin with me too when I go to these ops too, just in case. Yep. Um, you know, because wearing your boots while working is different than hiking up and down these hills, and then you know packing in wool socks too is a little bit different too. So. I carry it just in case, you know, you start to feel that blister develop. It's it's good to get on top of it or else you're you're screwed the next day. Well, it sounds like you had a good time, man. Uh, so did, you, did they do like, <clears throat> did they do like a whole, uh, what was it, a 24-hour thing? Or did you have set times on, like on Saturday yeah. and then Sunday? So this one's like a, it's more of like a milsim light. It's not like a, a fully submerged where you're sleeping with your goggles on or anything like that. So um, I think they they stopped us uh, around dinner time and they let it get dark and then they have a night game. If you want to attend, you can go out. So, um, but there's, man, I'm glad it didn't go because just trying to push through um, during the day, there's gopher holes everywhere. You know, it's like, it's, it's empty land beside from, the cow shit and cows and uh, I almost you know fell into a gopher hole a few times so if I, I guarantee if I went out at night I'd be snapping an ankle <laughs> and the other thing is like sometimes these night games like the guys go out they have like full nods too so like they can you know they have the advantage they see you coming long before you know where they're at yeah for sure I've never used those have you ever used but, those on the field no no I had a cheap pair years ago but they were I mean, like a $50 throwaway pair and worth owning. It, you know, your depth <laughs> perception's off. And there's there's delay, so it messes with you. Yeah. Yeah, it's not something easy to walk around with. I never uh, I never tried them. Like, even when, when I was in the military, we didn't have them. We never tried them out. We never had them. We never, like, I, I don't have any experience with them at all. Chris got a set... <clears throat> That hooks onto your helmet, you know, like the big kind of big ass set that folds down. And uh, they're not like military grade, you know. They're pretty decent, though. They're IR. So it's just yeah. black and white. And uh, they work fucking awesome. But the minimum, like the, the minimum zoom is seven times. So you can't walk with them. They're just for like viewing, yeah. you know. It screws you up real bad if you try to walk. <laughs> <Yeah. in. laughs> Seven times is uh, it's pretty close, you know. So with uh, binos or whatever, but they're uh, they they work awesome. Like they pitch dark, you can see a person 
like they you, you're gonna see them you're gonna see all that yeah if i had something like that i, I might think about it but then again you know, like i said you know it just depends on the terrain uh where we're playing yeah some of the guys did go out from our squad and they had a blast and you know they came back they're like you guys should have gone i'm like nah, i'm but so saturday um you know we had uh, a pretty good time pushing back and forth and getting flanked and walking back to the fob and stuff like that you know it was just a uh, regular mill sim but uh a lot of fun we always have a lot of fun with the grill airsoft guys and then um after we all ate they they had a little bonfire area going for everyone to sit around and get warm and uh just kind of shoot the shit so it was it was pretty cool just chilling by the fire and um staying warm <laughs> yeah definitely yeah when you're cold for a couple hours you're like fuck this shit bro where where who's yeah. got a truck that we can sit in and start up and get the heater going <laughs> <laughs> yeah <no kidding>. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah for sure yeah that's cool man now did you guys uh did anyone on your team win the uh giveaway at the end yeah so um because uh a couple people had to leave early um so they give you tickets when you you register when you show up they give you a little ticket they're like, hang on to this because you know, like, if you lose it or throw it away or whatever, like that's your chance. So um, a couple of the guys um, had tickets. Juan ended up having um, two tickets, and he he won with both those tickets. What? Um, yeah, no shit. Uh, he got a, a, one of those old Odin speed loaders. He got yep. that for the first thing. I'm trying to think of what gun he won. He won a gun, though, too. Like, no shit, Brandon had, like, five tickets at one point because people were handing them to him. He kept finding them out in the field and shit. And uh, <laughs> he didn't win anything. So oh. he was like, what the fuck? <laughs> oh, my God. This guy. And, and, you know, of course, I was just going to say, you know, I'm surprised you didn't say that, you know, you won something because you always win. And I know Brandon would be like, dude, of course you won. You know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Never hear the end of it. <laughs> yep. That's cool, but, though. Yeah, so Juan won a couple of uh, things, and uh, they threw some hats out, too. I got, like, a G&G armament hat. Um, they had some patches and stuff like that. Um, when you register, they have dead rags sitting up, too. So, you know, it's good. I, I just grab a dead rag. I, I carry a, a few of them on me just in case. Yeah. So it's it's uh, one of those things people always lose. Yep. I was going to say, uh, I think Chris and Colt, they, you know, I know Chris does. He takes, uh, he'll take, you know, two or three of those dead rags with him because his teammates or himself, you know, whoever, you know, he drop it or, it, you know, falls off somewhere. And uh, he's always right. handing them out. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. So. Yeah. What uh, I want to get into your um, your buddy on the uh, Gorilla Airsoft team. You know, the uh, is it it's, yeah. uh, Gorilla Airsoft? What what's do they have a a team name? It's just Gorilla Airsoft, right? For their so, team. Yeah. So um, Gorilla Airsoft is the store. It was a uh, Gorilla Airsoft and Paintball. That's right. or Gorilla Airsoft or Gorilla Paintball to start. 
Um, but after, you know, things started taking a turn with paintball and airsoft as far as popularity goes, I, he saw the, the business side of it, so he went to airsoft and paintball. Gotcha. And um, there's a spot down in Bakersfield that, and Jerry uh, is the guy that starts all these doing his beast. Um, he started all of it, and uh, he hosts some games at a local place uh, called Pozo Field. I haven't played there yet, but um, I guess it got a lot smaller recently. Something happened with the city and the land or something. I, I don't know the details on it. but um, So he hosts games there, and then they he started a podcast, too. Um, that's Grilla Airsoft Radio. And um, I think it was Monday after the op so he always he always rides his bike or most of the time he rides his bike into work at the shop and um that monday after the op he was riding into work and hit a pothole we still haven't heard the full details on how it happened or what um but i guess he hit a pothole on his bike and it threw him off and he messed up his face really bad basically so they they airlifted him to ucla from bakersfield uh to there to the hospital and to do surgery wow. so um i guess he he messed up like his eye socket so they do surgery there um yeah. broken nose broke jaw so he's got a, his jaws wired shut and possibly broken arm i haven't heard on that yet. um but i mean he's uh an airsoft shop owner and i was we were all kind of in a chat together and talking about it and um, I was like, should we do a GoFundMe for him? Because, like, this is a medical expenses for anybody is going to be crazy, you know. Yep. And him being out of work is, is going to be hard this time of year, you know. It's, he's probably not going to have the chance to make sales and things like that like he normally would. So everyone's like, yeah, let's do GoFundMe. So uh, I got it set up and... Um, I thought, you know, a couple thousand dollars would just help out a lot. And right. uh, uh, so I put it up there and got a few donations here and there and then uh, just started gaining momentum. So I posted it on social media. I put it in like uh, uh, Instagram and Facebook and um, just wanted to help them out. And just kept gaining momentum and it was like, donations left and right we got donations from gng armament uh, i saw that as yeah, it's, it's crazy you know like i i figured friends and family would definitely help out but then like uh, a big company steps in and and i'm, I'm guessing they have a business relationship you know uh, right and they they're like you know they just, they just want him to get better so um yeah we we've more than doubled uh the the donation goal of uh, $2,000. We're up to, I think, $4,500 or $4,600 now. Yeah. So, um, and definitely be able to help him out. Yeah, that's awesome, man. Now, was he riding a, you said bike, is that a motorcycle or bicycle? Bicycle. Yeah, he oh, threw okay. him off a bicycle. He, he must have been clipping on that thing, you know, in yeah. order to get thrown off that hard. Right. I mean, you don't have to be going that fast, you know. To mess yeah. up, <laughs> you fall on your face on pavement. You you only got to be going, you know, just a few miles an hour. You'll you'll fuck it up. Right. Well, that's the day at work was like, uh, how do you hurt himself on a bicycle? I'm like, man, you run your face, just run into a wall with your face and hit yeah, 
Just go run as fast as you can, you know, and, and fall without your arms, you know, down to block it and fall on your face on the pavement. <laughs> yeah, you're going to be messed up. Yeah, I saw yeah. your post and it said uh, bike. And I didn't know if, it, you know, he was riding a motorcycle. Because, I mean, I, I didn't know. You didn't post how bad he was, like what was, you know, mm -hmm. what was wrong with him. So I didn't know if he was going 50 miles an hour on a motorcycle uh and messed up but yeah uh so he's got he's got some significant uh face injuries for sure that you know the yeah his jaw being busted uh is going to be you know if he's anything like us you know where we like to talk at all <laughs> or eat you know <laughs> uh he's gonna be yeah. hating life right now for sure but uh, yeah, if you yeah. get anywhere up, you know, above your bridge, of your nose, so you got your eye sockets, and then your, uh, you know, your eyebrows here. That's all your sinus cavities. Uh, when you were talking about his eye socket, I was like, man, that's that's some dangerous stuff. You know, you you can lose your sight, you can fuck up your eye, uh, and then up here, you know, you crack that, you got brain fluid leaking through. That's a real serious thing. Right. But um, yeah, luckily. It sounds like he's not not too bad uh, where he's in critical condition, you know? Right. So I think it was, um, see, that happened Monday. So I think Wednesday he was released from the hospital. Good. Um, yeah. So still unable to talk because of the jaw. Yep. Um, so um, we've all been just trying to, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I think his uh, his son's helping out with the shop and stuff like that, and nice. then the uh, the other guys down there, uh, Jesse and Joe and Juan, the you know the Bakersfield local guys, Ben, all of them are um, stopping in, checking on him, and helping out with whatever they can, you know. Good. Now, where uh, where can yeah. people, if they want to, you know, if they hear this and they want to donate? check out the information whatever where can they uh where can they find that um I, I think the easiest way would be to either um look me up on on instagram or um tanner goff on facebook um on some of my posts there um i think instagram is uh call sign call sign underscore zombie um and then i think some of the other guys uh Joe Mini um, posted it on his uh, Facebook as well, and um, I think we've all been kind of like just pushing it out there on social media. Um, GoFundMe is the main site that's hosting all the the donations. Right. Um, I think the the name of it's just uh, Help Out Jerry Ross uh, of Gorilla Airsoft. I can add all those. So if you you know when we're done, you can send me all those. Uh... You know, you just text me those uh, names or links or whatever. I can add them okay. into into here and uh, and and put it that way as well, so somebody can click on it. But I'll put the GoFundMe one first. You know, obviously, and I've seen that. Yeah. So I can I can go on there and uh, probably grab that link and um, here. So so GoFundMe uh, Jerry Ross. Yeah, they're they're searched feature on there is uh is pretty smart it's not it's not too bad to use so 
that should come up even if somebody doesn't you know click on the link or whatever so yeah awesome well uh, hopefully he gets better before Christmas you know if he's at home and uh, he's doing what he's supposed to with taking care of his wounds uh, then he won't have any problem with infection and all that kind of shit because that's typically the the main thing you want to avoid after road rash <laughs> is uh you know infection you know people don't realize you, your injury is is traumatic for sure but you don't really the victim you know whoever's getting injured when you get injured you don't really feel it that much because there's so much adrenaline you know your body releases to uh, numb it and you're kind of in shock and uh it's the healing process that is the fucking hardest part it is uh you know weeks mostly you know if you have a deep injury it's weeks of uh pain that you have to keep constant care of to make sure you don't get infections and uh or whatever you know so that uh so hopefully uh he takes care of himself i'm sure he will and he'll be back on his feet uh, really quickly so yeah the operation frostbite that we went to was this uh his first airsoft event he's gone to in a long time just for health related issues he's uh lost a lot of weight and he felt good enough to go and you know he pushed through so uh, um it sucks that this happened you know a few days after yeah well it uh, luckily it didn't happen before and he got to experience that good uh fun weekend you know but yeah, that's, uh, yeah, now he's kind of, <laughs> if he just came out of something and then went to a fun weekend and now he's back into this medical thing, you know, that sucks right. big time. Yeah. So uh, a lot of, you know, thoughts and prayers for him for sure, uh, for the especially around this holiday season. Well, I think we're going to be doing um, Lion Claws in April is the next yep. one. I'm not sure what days uh, that exactly is, but yeah, down in Victorville again at the Georgia Air Force Base. So yeah, um, hope he's he's ready to go by then. Awesome. Well, man, it was really good talking with you, bro. I, uh, you know, we're coming up on Christmas. Uh, this video will come out before Christmas, and uh, you know, I know you're going to enjoy your family time with your kids and all that good stuff. So yeah, it was good talking with you. All right, man. I'll talk to you soon. All right. Sounds good. Later, bro.